The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women Revamped on Resonance FM. So I guess the first thing that we've got to say is welcome to Very Loose Women in the pub, number two. First up, really big thanks to our technical support. We have the lovely Sarah, who's engineering for us. But we also have roaming Michael. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's not because she doesn't know his name. She was trying to make a joke. Before we start the show tonight, we actually are really excited to have um, some live music. We have Katie and Friends joining us. <laughs> are, the, are the Friends happy with that title? And sister, family member. Katie, Katie and Georgia. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Sweet, sweet, yin, yin, yin. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Geo, baby, oh, show. I ain't bragging, but it's understood. Everything I do, I sure do. Good Lord, how am I doing? Hey, yeah. Tweet, 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 tweet. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Sweet, sweet, yin, yin, yin. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Geo, baby, oh, show. I admit I'm not the best in town, but I'll be the best till the best comes around. Now, how am I doing? Hey, yeah. Tweet, 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 There was a girl named Sadie Doreen, the hottest girl down in New Orleans. She liked to dance, she liked to sing, oh, she'd take a chance on any old thing. The other night down at the hall, while the band was playing, Sadie stepped out on the floor. And this is what she sang. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Sweet, sweet, yin, yin, yin. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Geo, baby, oh, show. I ain't bragging, but it's understood. Everything I do, I sure do. Good Lord. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Tweet, 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 tweet. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Sweet, sweet, yin, yin, yin. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Geo baby, oh show. I saw the moon from under the tree. Please, Mr. Moon, don't you tell on me now. How am I doing? Hey, yeah. Tweet, 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 tweet. Can't you hear me shouting? How am I doing? So thanks, Georgia and friends. Does that balance <laughs> out a bit? Yeah. yeah. I was told Katie and friends. You're misinformed. Yeah. Katie and Georgia. Yeah. You happy? Yeah. 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 Thank you, Katie and Georgia. It's lovely. We're going to talk about first kisses. Okay. Yeah, first kisses. So when was the first time you had a snog? So I thought I might start by talking about the different words you can use for kissing, just because I've got some favorites. Catherine, what's your favorite word for kissing? Well, I'm always confused. Does heavy petting mean kissing or no, just touching? No, no, it's How, touching. What? You don't pet with How? your mouth, don't. do you? That doesn't remotely mean kissing. You know, it's an open That's forum. That's the kind of question. Mean. That's the kind of question. Like, That's why Lily. people don't ask questions that they don't know because people kind of like, you know, have a go at them. Imagine if it was sex education at school. That's um, how I treat the kids at school. Okay, fine. What? You think heavy petting is kissing? Fuck off. Uh-huh. Okay. Clean up. I like mm. pashing. Mm. I like that because I of like that Pash. show that we watched. What was that? The, the Australian show? Oh my show. gosh, yeah, we don't know what? the name of it. Puberty, uh, please! 
It's a really good yeah, show. You should watch They're it. always pashing. They're always talking about pashing. I love yeah, that Yeah, pashing's a great, a great word. word. What about you, Lily? Uh, I guess pulling would be the it's word. A classic. Or s- I, snogging. I hate <laughs> the term getting off with... Also, because I thought that meant having sex. Like, I having it, having it, it off is having sex. But getting off with someone is kissing, right? It's I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know that. It's a uh, hazy area. I quite like something I only learned quite recently, which my friend said when she was like, I don't know, 10, she'd come home from a disco, and her mum would say to her, did you get a lumber? <laughs> right? <laughs> Apparently in Glasgow, <laughs> that means just kissing Catherine. What about nip? <laughs> Didn't you say nip was a thing in Glasgow? Yeah. Are there any Glaswegians? No. There's a lot in Glasgow. Yeah, Helen's been to Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so Helen, probably in your year in Glasgow when you were 20-something, you Does experienced, anyone- you were in clubs and you had men say things to you like, do you want to nip my pal? No. <laughs> I never is that how they say that. that. <laughs> Can you translate? <laughs> do you want to snog my friend? There was no conversation, she just got on with it. <laughs> well, that's something we're going to come to, actually. What is your pudding technique? What's your favourite word for snogging? Or maybe least favourite? Not a favourite, but shifting. That's, shifting? That's an Irish one, yeah. You're absolutely right. It's what my cousins call it. They say, did you shift that boy or that girl last night? The worst one I've had was someone said that they wanted to winch me. <laughs> but again, it's just kissing, guys. It's just kissing. But that's what he said it was. In French, I think if I'm translating this properly, you can check this, but it's like rolling around a spade. Is that what they say? Hurin pel? Which part is the spade? The tongue, obviously. But which part is the... (laughs) Obviously not the lips. I'm just checking. See how you like it? Yeah, no, it's hard. Okay, so I'm really, I'm embarrassed, guys. First kiss. Who, what, (laughs) and when? (laughs) Who slash what, when, where, why? You know, mine really just came back to me in a flood of emotion earlier this evening. I honestly, I hadn't thought about it for ages. And then the more we talked about it, the more I realized that I, I was actually feeling quite emotional. So come on, Pete. Wait, are you going to tell us? or is that Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I know it was. It was a dramatic pause. <laughs> but sometimes people think it's because you've forgotten your words. If you just mean a literal kiss, and um, it was when I was five years old with my, I suppose you could call it a childhood sweetheart. We went to Sunday school together. And next to the church, there was this really abandoned house. There was an old lady who lived there, but it was like all falling down and it had a thatch roof with loads of holes in. And we used to sneak into the garden and like try and look in because we thought it was haunted. And one day we tried to climb over this kind of wall that was a bit broken and I couldn't get over. And he like helped me over. And as he like lifted me across, and Wait, then all of this, me you're down. five. Yeah, we're like five years like old. The most, this is like more romantic than down. anything that's ever happened to me in my whole life. I know. I know, tell me about it. I'm really scared that this old lady who, at the time, we were like, maybe she's a witch. We were kind of nervous that she would, like, see us, but we still wanted to go in the garden. And as he, like, stepped me down, we had a kiss. I don't, there weren't any tongues, but it was a definite, like, mouth kiss. Isn't that the question? Isn't the question tongue kiss? Isn't that well, like, I don't did know. Did I specify it tongue was, kiss? It was, <laughs> was a proper kiss. It was a proper kiss, and it had all the hallmarks of, you know, a romantic first kiss. It had a tragic ending because um, Stephen being a year older than me, he went through puberty a little bit earlier, so several years down the line, he was invited to um, stop going to Sunday school and just go to the full church service, and he became one of the altar boys who like carries the big cross while they swing incense, and he stopped um, being able to play with me. And after that, he took it very serious, very, very seriously, and he just kind of you know, really got into it, and I believe he's now a clergyman. 
So it was all over. He chose religion over what me. What did you do? How bad was that kiss? I really liked him as well. I don't know what happened. But anyway, he just, you know, he chose God. Um. So that's like a smooch, I would say. A smooch, yeah. Right? But it's, I remember it so clearly. Like, so, so clearly. Lily. <laughs> so, I mean, you got a, a tale to tell. To preface this. There were a number of occasions where I know people wanted to kiss me and they like sent me a text. I love this. Because I could have kissed loads of people, okay? I, I just didn't want to. Wait a second. Sent me a text? Wait, what? Said, saying, I, I know you'd think this is a bit too pastel. I really wanted to kiss you earlier. What do you mean by Pas- pastel? Pas- I told him I, I didn't like pastel colours. And well, so, pastel. Oh, he's using our words against you to get a kiss. But anyway, I didn't kiss him. No, my first kiss, as you know, was actually peanut. Because... <laughs> So I was in a play in my first year of university and I had to kiss someone and I was really worried about it because I'd never kissed anyone. So I asked Peanut to help me out and she did and that was my first kiss. My second kiss, I was locked in the cupboard by the director for five minutes in the dark and it was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. So I've seen my first kiss wins over that one. Was that part of the play? Was that during the play? No, it's because I didn't have enough chemistry with him. She then went out with him, the director... I what? don't know what that was about. Anyway, and, and then what? she tried to organise, like, before that happened, obviously, she tried to organise a date with me and him where we watched Amelie, which I'd already seen, and I hate rewatching films. <laughs> Why didn't she realise that? That's going to ruin the chemistry, rewatching a film you've already seen. Anyway, Jesus. The whole Everyone is really horrible. She, she tried to, the director tried to create she chemistry. Locked us in a, yeah, locked us in a cupboard and said, you have to kiss now. So how long so did it scary. take? Was the director was seven the- years old? No. Were you there for like an hour? I don't know. Kissed? It felt like a long time. I obviously wasn't timing it. I didn't have my lighting up Casio at the time, so I wouldn't have been able to know. Is that why you bought a lighting up Casio? <laughs> so for next time, you would know exactly how long. Time it to Seven the minutes of heaven? Does Emma, your one. I really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you came up with a topic. Uh, well, okay. Well, firstly, let me just start by saying, just, just to move back a step, did you ever use the phrase VL at your school? As in very loose. <laughs> no, but it could be that. It's everything I know just so Scottish-based that like it doesn't. No one can relate to Is anything it like I say. F to F. What's that? Face to face. So like, you know, <laughs> I'm learning so much. So in it? Leicester, at least, like you know the word fit, meaning someone's like physically attractive. You you wouldn't say like someone's fit. You used to write like you know someone says F to F, and it means like. Um, fit to have sex with what <laughs> no apparently we're not allowed to swear VL is nothing like that it's just like if you've never pulled anyone or got off with anyone or winched anyone or nipped anyone or had got a lumber then you've like you're a VL right because you're like a vir- like a virgin lips no wow okay virgin so like lips. at school people would be like are you a VL no oh my god my life is so different I'm so happy I wasn't in your school so yeah I guess I kind of for a long time thought that like kissing and I'm not talking smooching I'm talking like tongue spade I thought it was really gross I just think it's gross gross. it's It's kind of gross and like people like tried and I mean more than sending me a text I mean like on my face tried to kiss me and I just didn't like it two people in like a space of an hour once at a Dandy Warhols concert in Glasgow tried to pash me and I didn't like it so I guess what I'm saying is I spent some time avoiding smooching, no, snogging, and then I got drunk and kissed someone. <laughs> That's the story. I, I mean, had a not big much. gap. I, I just avoided it for a long time because I thought it was gross. I had it's, a big I gap. I still think it's gross. 
I think the romance of my first kiss, um, you know, it's never going to live up to that moment, clambering over that wall with Stephen. Um, so... My, my life's never going to live up to that moment, Catherine. I'm I, worried. I know. God. I mean, none of our lives are, um, so... So the next time, like, the proper kind of grown-up-ish time with tongues and that type of thing, um, well, it almost happened when I was, like, um, sort of 12 and I had a boyfriend, but I was too scared to kiss him. I didn't want to do it. Because it's scary. Because it was a bit scary and, and a bit gross. So I didn't kiss him, and he dumped me and told everyone I was frigid. Oh. I know. See, people are nodding, like, you know... You, You're frigid. No, no, like, that's, you know, that's a, you know, it's a typical, yeah. tip, an all-too-typical... See, we didn't have that at my school. We had VLs. Like, loads but of people were VLs. It is gross. Like, it's fine. We were talking about this with Marcos, and he had this phrase, the Russian roulette of hookups, which I think is a really nice phrase, because you never know if you're going to get glandular fever from a stranger. You never know that until, you, until you've kissed them. <laughs> How do you screen your potential kisses? I don't. That's the thing. You've either got to be so drunk that you stop thinking about all of the germs that they have in their mouth, or you don't kiss them, or you already know who they are and you know their medical history really well. Being drunk helps. I finally yeah. got over the fear factor when we had a school prom when I was about 15, and I had too many smell of ices. And I went from having not had any proper kisses to having four in one night. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. Um, and, it, and it was fine. It was I'm, fine. I feel bad that mine was so disappointing for everyone. Interestingly enough, he was like a compulsive liar. <laughs> it was Kara's house party. I was quite drunk. We had a bit of a naked party, which doesn't really mean naked. When we had naked parties, it just meant the girls were like topless, but still in bras. So basically just like, what? you know, hang shirt. on, hang on. You, you have information where everyone's clothed, but the girls took their tops off. Yeah, but we we wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, been friends for a while. You played the trumpet in a ska band. Um, Sounds like a cool guy. Does anyone else have any first kisses? <laughs> anyone else think that kissing is gross? Uh, not not so much gross, but um, kissing was something that I didn't really understand for ages. I saw it on you see it on telly and stuff, uh, and uh, and I'd look at what they were doing with their mouths because that's uh, what I was hopefully going to be doing one day, and uh, and not really get what was going on 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 the inside. So uh, uh, <laughs> it is confusing. Um, yeah, my- I asked my mum about this when I was like. Seven or eight. It was definitely before I was seven, so maybe six. And I said, like, why are they kissing for so long? And she said, it's just like this. And then she kissed me for a long time. But she's like, but for a really long time. That's how she explained it to me. But it's not. No, I know. It was a lie. Um, I, I, I get it now, and I really like it. It's, like, my favorite thing to do. Um, but but my, my first kiss was, like, horribly, horribly awkward. Um, it was with this bloke, and... We were playing. He was teaching me bridge. Um, the most romantic <laughs> of all card games. Oh god, it was it was like torturous. We were playing for like two hours. He was teaching me bridge, and we were just skirting around and building up towards this thing. Uh, and I was looking at the time, and I'd been away from home for like so long. <laughs> and eventually, I had to just be like, I need to just go. Like I have to go, like now. <laughs> and then. And then he like leaned in, and we started kissing, and it—I was like moving my lips around, I guess, and like <laughs> wiggling my tongue around, and I just didn't get it. 
And then I, I, was, I laughed <laughs> into his mouth as we were kissing. <laughs> and, then, and then we broke apart and I was like blushing so hard. And he asked me, what, what happened? And so I said that I just suppressed a burp. <laughs> Which wasn't true, but like <laughs> more easily explainable. Um, uh, and then we fooled around a bit and, uh, and he spat on my chest. <laughs> Nice! What an ending! What an ending. Banana Grounds was the prelude to one of my first kisses with someone. Not my first kiss ever. We were just playing Banana Grounds, just the two of us. And um, when we looked at the words afterwards, um, well, all of his words were very um, suggestive. Um, so there were words like um, rabbit, humping. Rabbit! <laughs> rabbit, the most sexual of all words. <laughs> Things are heating up, but then the, the f- then we said, "Oh, let's play another game of Bananagrams to see where it's going." <laughs> just to seal the deal. Yeah, just to seal the deal. And he said, "Why don't we make the theme of this Bananagrams uh, Lord of the Rings?" <laughs> That's when he got kinky. And you still went for it. <laughs> that really killed the passion for me. But anyway, um, I still went for it, and it was great. <laughs> the lights went down. Jimi Hendrix came on, and the rest is history. Brilliant. Um, I guess, yeah, actually, Helen, you brought a really good point up, which was it wasn't your first kiss, but it was your first kiss with this person. How do you engineer a first kiss with a new person? So I was thinking, like, obviously Dutch courage is a great way to go for it, but sometimes you don't have alcohol to hand. What you often have, though, is either a TV or a laptop. Also, bananagrams I always have to hand, and I've never used it. You know what? That's going to get into the arsenal. So my Dutch courage comes in the form of, like, really awful um, reality TV. So what I kind of do is... <laughs> end up with that person somehow. And these are the kind of... These, these couple of examples I'm going to give have been part of a kind of war of attrition that I've kind of waged on some possibly unsuspecting prospective love or snog interests. I've watched two hours of Booze Britain. I watched Bronies, the unexpected adult fans. See, I saw that you wrote Pony. that in the plan. And when I saw that, I just found it really, really quite dark. We don't have a plan. We're just dad living. It's this completely off about? the cuff. And most recently, I sat through actually a whole hour of The Pacifier, starring Vin Diesel, as a Navy SEAL, come nanny. Um, and basically what happens is, you just get these people so bored, especially with something like The Pacifier featuring Vin Diesel. The air becomes so fraught with sexual tension, you just kind of have to start slogging. My methodology is just like, get them really, really bored for several hours until it's like early in the morning and they can't really leave it and, you know, that's it. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has any tips. My, I think my um, tried and tested routine is quite similar to a lot of people's. People want to leave a club or a bar and chat to people and like chat people up by going to the smoking area where there's like no kind of loud music and you can like be alone, but you have an excuse to go together. So you've just got to always have a cigarette lighter in hand. And then they're trapped into thanking you by having conversation for at least four and a half minutes which is the time that it takes to smoke a cigarette and in that four and a half minutes you've just got to kind of get in there <laughs> they created a new word for that it's smirting 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 uh, smoking and smirting not smoking and smirting because smirting is the word we're talking about to be honest though one of the best things that you can do is just be really obvious about it because i've generally found that if you say to someone when you're both drunk do you want to get off with me? It's very unlikely. Yeah, that my say classic no. line is that I've used twice on the same person that said, Do you want to sleep in my bed? Quite well, one unsuccessfully, and then the second time successfully. So, so what I'm hearing is persistence is key. Also, also, <laughs> just keep hammering at home. <laughs> Solid advice. Just Such a keep, lad. <laughs> just keep hammering it home. 
I don't. I I do feel like quite a lot of our techniques involve tricking people or trapping them into a situation they can't really leave. No, I've mine are really clear cut. Mine are really really straightforward. I never trick. There's looking at people, talking to people. That's looking it. at. I people. do those things all the time. How can you take it from a friend situation to a pool situation? Oh, no, you don't. That's, that's a hard That's time. a really important thing. But you never do that. There's a kind of misunderstanding. Like, you're not sure. Are you going to pull or you're not? I had this happen to me. I had a very awkward experience in Freshers Week at university. I was young and green. I didn't know what I was doing. And someone said, do you want to come round to my room and we'll have some drinks? There's going to be a group of us. So I thought it's definitely not a romantic situation. But it's I possibly an orgy. And it became apparent that he wanted to pull me when with a kebab and a rum and coke said it's really cold in here should we go in my room and I was like god this is a bit weird and then we sat in his room then he went I'm getting under the duvet and he still had the kebab and I was like he can't he can't want to pull me because he's eating a kebab and that is so gross so I got under the duvet it was terrible mistake. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, I basically had to get up and run out after that. You know, now I look back and be like, well, if someone says get in bed with me, kebab or not, it probably means they want to pull you. <laughs> you know, at that Maybe time. Maybe kebab adds to it. Maybe they're like, kebab is a, a certainty. Maybe he was like, this girl's kind of freaky. If I say to her, I've got a kebab, if she goes for that, if she gets in the bed with me, well, I've got a kebab in my hand, then God knows what she'll do, right? Uh, thanks, Emma. Marcus has got a story. I, I would love to hear what you have to say. Well, you were talking about kebab, and I have a story about tea. So, someone, <laughs> someone invited me for tea, and being in this country, I'm like, okay, well, I guess people do that. <laughs> so I got invited for tea and gone, and it was all just a trick, a trickery. Yeah, very, very outrageous. How did they trick you? What happened? Well, first of all, we got, th- I got there, and uh, it was this guy's flat. So it was fine. He was preparing tea. He asked me which kind of tea, million varieties, of course. I, did, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really mind. Whatever. Yeah. Blah blah. And then, and then it's like, well, you know, actually, my room is in a mess. I think I'm gonna tidy it up. And I'm like, okay. Like, me being innocent in a way. I mean, at least that. Way. <laughs> in a way. I, I honestly thought, okay, well, okay. So you know, I stand by the edge of the door like this, and he's tidying up his room. Forget about the tea because the tea is over. Like the tea, the tea's in the kitchen. No, Did you even drink the absolutely tea? Absolutely not. So and now it's like, oh come watch some YouTube videos on my phone. I'm like, if I, I mean, to myself, if I wanted to watch YouTube videos, I'd be at home, you know, like, I don't see the point of this. I mean, do you want me to tell the full story? Yeah! I've never told my sister. Is that your sister? Yes. Oh my God. Hi! Hi. 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 He sat on the bed and he was like watching some videos. So, you know, I, I just like, approach him like that looking at the phone no I, I, I sort of knew by then that oh this is probably not tea anymore <laughs> and then he lays down and I'm like okay so I, I like just sit by him really awkwardly so I can watch the vi- the video you know and I'm like mm, well you know I gotta go soon blah blah and in the corner of my eye uh, I, I see him like with his right hand he was holding his phone and with his left hand he was like rubbing his cock somehow and I <laughs> somehow and I see and I see a hard on and I'm like why? Why me? So, but what were the videos he was showing you on the phone? I'm just curious. Was it Vin Diesel and the pacifier? Because no. it works. It was probably some like funny sort of video, you know. Oh, the, humor doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe if he, had, if he had played the pacifier. So now we know kebab and tea, no good for this. Um, so yeah. Don't try to lure people in with food, and that's the that's the secret that we've discovered. I kind of do feel embarrassed that I gave away all of my best tips 
Um, we've got a point at the back. Maybe a um, response. Yeah, I was just going to say um, another form of trickery for first kisses that I found um, is train times, particularly for North London boys. So uh, I've been fooled by this twice. Uh, <laughs> when you had a date and then you go to like Brixton or Peckham and you're waiting for the last um, train back up north and you look at the clock and you're like, oh, five minutes, it's fine, okay, and you start saying your goodbyes. Then they lean in for the kiss and they make it last for so long that they miss the last train back. That what? is sneaky. Yes. <laughs> like five also, minutes. Also, who kisses for that long? It happens. Oh, yeah, I also one. know Helen's got another technique. When you run out of conversation, what, what left is there, is there to do, Helen? The one way guaranteed to keep them quiet is to kiss them. I mean, I'm torn between saying that's a good tip or a I've, terrible no, tip. I, I've, I've grown out yeah, of that now. It works. <laughs> grown out of it. Uh, on the trickery front, I heard about a trick uh, that someone... <laughs> Uh, up in Manchester used, not not on me, but on um, some people who are now friends of mine, there was this uh, friendship group of girls and they realised that this guy was just systematically sleeping with every single one of them that he could. And his uh, they worked out what his line was by um, one of them who's staying with us at the moment. Uh, she told me that uh, he called her up one night and was like, oh, I've, uh, I've lost my keys, I can't get into my flat. Is it all right if I stay on yours? Stay, stay around at yours? And then he turns up... <laughs> And then, and then she's like, okay, there's a sofa. And then he lies down on the sofa and he's like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit cold, it's a bit Someone uncomfortable. Did that! And then he's oh invited up into the bed and then one thing leads to another. And uh, so, so that had happened to her. And then one of her friends <laughs> a while later was telling her, oh, um, that, that bloke, insert name, uh, did something really funny the other night. He, he called me up, he said, he said he'd lost his, his keys. Uh, and then he came around, so I showed him the sofa, and he was complaining about the sofa. But anyway, I went to bed, and uh, and he knocked on my door a few minutes later and said that he'd found them again, and off he went. <laughs> uh, and then they started asking around, and he'd been doing it on a lot of different people. So Absolutely Something shocking. weirdly similar happened to me, but... So what happened was... Sometimes people do just lose their keys. No, so, no, no one lost their keys. They were just in the area. And, and I was like, sure, you can sleep on the sofa. And then he was like, no, I want to sleep in your room. So I was like, I had a single bed. So I was like, sure, I'll just put the sofa pillows down here. It was, no, it wasn't you. No. It wasn't Lily's current boyfriend. That wasn't the trick he used to ensnare her. It, no. Continue. And then, and then he was like, oh, I'm so happy you're my friend. So we held hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy you're my friend. So we held hands. And then Are I, I an fell altar? asleep. And then that was the end of it. I, I, I just thought back to that and I was like that's kind of similar maybe he was angling for something else but it didn't happen so I think I think another way of tricking people and using Can similar I, just say, I feel really awful about using the word trick well it could be a trick or it could just be a, a, treat. a, a way of a treat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think another way of, of sort of systematizing this and reaching a, lo- a larger audience is couchsurfing uh, which I've, I've never been a host myself but just last weekend I was in Italy and I wanted to do couchsurfing for the weekend. And I found that everybody in Rome, uh, all the profiles are all men. And several of them messaged me to say I could stay with them. And then after I'd sort of started making arrangements with them as to when I would come, etc., they would sort of slip in that actually they didn't have a sofa and I would, I would have to stay in their bed. But they had a big bed, so was it okay? So oh, I think if, if, that's, um, if you've already slept with a whole group of female friends and you've run out of people, that's an option as well. There's always the internet, you're right. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's terrible. Do you know how many people you've kissed and can you name them? I mean, don't name them right now. That's really boring. But like, I genuinely have no idea. Seven. I, 
Seven I'm amazed. People. Seven, really? Yeah. <laughs> I used yeah. to like be like, okay, I'm gonna test myself. Like, can I write them all down? But not anymore. But maybe that's to do with being old and having bad memory, as opposed to kissing too many people. No, it's glandular fever. That's why it's seven people. Because you're always thinking about what you can catch from those people. <laughs> so you have to be drunk enough. That's it. That's all that has to happen. Or there you have to know a the lot of people where I'm just not sure if I've kissed them or not. Even people what? here, you know, like friends. What if I was drunk and I just, you know, oh, wait, no, nine. Lunged? Nine, there were the two people from the play. I wasn't I, can I just say, I don't think it counts if it was like in a play. Is okay, that controversial? Fine, I, I mean, think it sorry. counts. Did you feel it? That's <laughs> true. Did you, did you feel it? It's a great question, Martha. As in the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> You're so unromantic, Lily. Did you feel it? <laughs> here. No, no. I in mean, your heart. In the cavity. I, I don't know. But I mean, how, how many pools do you really feel if you're out drunk? So, I mean, that's the age old, <laughs> that is the age-old question. How many pools do you really feel if you're out drunk? Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll never know the answer to that. <laughs> but I do remember, actually, once you asked me, like, you were like, what's your number? And I literally <laughs> thought you meant my phone number. Did so I? I, like, reeled off this, like, obviously incredibly long number. And you were like, that's crazy. Like, you need to calm down. Right, guys, I think we should have a break. That's I my really, personal opinion. I really, need to go to the toilet. So. Lily needs a well, toilet. Well, we definitely I'm need quite to have warm. an interval. Thanks, guys. Oh, thank you. For full versions of our shows, check out verylosewomen.wordpress.com. This program was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com.